The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The drastic change in the weather over the past uh, 24 hours, to say the least. Uh, Chief Meteorologist from Global Edmonton joining me. Hey, Jesse. How's it going? Good. Uh, we were texting back and forth yesterday <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, because I think at one point there was a forecasted high of, of 21. You were kind of erring on the side of caution saying, you know, 15, 16, maybe 17 degrees. And mm-hmm. as I was driving home last night, you know, between 5 and 6, the temperature just dropped, you know, like a, like a rock in the water. It was unreal. Yeah, it was all about the timing of that that front moving through the area we had a couple hour window of when that would likely happen and if you remember yesterday we were at about 10 degrees at noon with a forecast high of at that point 21 degrees in the afternoon and we're really struggling to find that 11 degrees with the cold frontal passage expected in a mere few hours and then by one o'clock little patch of sunshine a little bit of mixing Mm -hmm. jumped up by six degrees over one hour so then even then, I think we pushed it to about 18 and a half for the daytime <laughs> high. And me being the pessimist, thinking that front was going to show up just a little bit earlier in the afternoon. And I mean, we were, we were out by an hour or two, which made the difference of six to seven degrees for the daytime high. So thankfully, things were a little bit better than initially thought in the morning. But we've been talking about this cool down and potential for yeah. snowfall, I think starting last Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we knew this was going to happen at some point in the day on, on Monday or Tuesday morning. And we did pick up a few centimeters worth of snowfall overnight, depending on where you were in the city or the surrounding area of the capital region. I know it at my place, which is east of Edmonton, uh, we had a few centimeters on the ground on the vehicles, iced up to start. So the scraper had to come out this morning, just as much as you love the cold, you love that little chore, especially when, uh, it's one of the first times of the year that you had to do that. And today, that daytime high is going to struggle to get a few degrees above the freezing mark. I believe we're close to zero right now, and I think we'll be close to around one or two at the most for the daytime high. We have this cooler air mass that's settled in. And we also have that north-to-northwest wind. So any of the sunshine that we get, any of that warming, is being offset by the cooler air mass moving in. And that recent snowfall on the ground on many areas is going to be reflecting a lot of the sun's rays instead of absorbing them. So that's why our daytime high is going to be quite low. We'll be partly cloudy overnight tonight with a slight chance at a few pockets of flurries. I wouldn't hold your breath on that too much other than a few snowflakes. But the temperature, the real story for the next two morning lows, minus six to start the day on Wednesday, rebounding near one or th- one to three in the mm. afternoon. I think we could do a little bit better with a substantial amount of sunshine. We still have a good sun angle at this time of year, so we might be able to get a few degrees into the plus side. Thursday, around five, once again, we get a southwest wind at around 20, and then south-southeast flow at around 10 to 20 kilometers an hour on Friday with sunshine. After a minus side start to the day there, once again at minus three, we should get close to 10 through the afternoon, maybe a degree or two shy of that. Similar trend for your Saturday. Things start to cool down Sunday, mostly cloudy sky in the forecast, near five, give or take a few degrees on either side this far out. And then by Monday, it looks like another round of possible mixed precipitation with a daytime high close to the five. You know, so the long weekend, 
going to be cool, but fairly typical for the second week of, of October. You know, I know uh, as soon as we start talking about, you know, some snow or flurries, anything like that, I know a lot of my farmers listening in right now still working hard to get uh, crops off the field, that sort of stuff. And they're like, oh gosh, can we just have a, you know, a little bit of a break right now? Um, good news is no no snowfall in, in, in the forecast for the next week or so. Wednesday to Monday, I, I think we're we're in the clear for any substantial precipitation. I mean, that's for the city of Edmonton. There may be a few things going on in a few of the rural areas a little bit further north and mm-hmm. a little bit further south of the city. But for the most part, not only do they want the heat, the wind is a big factor, too, just to move any of that evaporated moisture yeah. out of a lot of those swaths that are sitting there out of the areas of the heat is important, but the wind is also a factor as well to move that moisture out of the region, especially laterally. So you, you have that potential. I mean, wind speed should be in the 10 to 20 range. I'm sure a lot of farmers would like to see them a little bit higher than that to get some drying. You might have a few gusts tonight near 30 to 40, but again, 10 to 20 over the next few days with sunshine and fairly stable conditions should should help out. Uh, but I think a lot of people will be working through Thanksgiving if they <laughs> have a lot of their crops left. Uh, Jesse, before I let you go, I know um, the, the, the the mountain parks got uh, some big snow last week. There was a snowfall warning uh, in in place for for a lot of those again overnight last night. Have we seen anything? And and what can we expect uh, for those areas as we head into the long weekend? As a lot of people like to get out, you know, to the mountains for the for 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 Thanksgiving. Yeah, as mentioned on the news last night, with with that snowfall warning in place, a few of those totals have come in nearly twenty centimeters falling in Nordegg. Uh, you have the BAMP town site up to 18 centimeters, Grand Cash up to 14, Lake wow. Louise 14 and a half, Kananaska is close to the 10 mark, Crow's Nest Pass at around 10, and then the Highway 93 near the Parker Ridge. The winner, I guess if you want to call it that, 20 centimeters worth of accumulating snowfall. So if you are headed to any of those regions, be prepared to, you know, 10 to 20 centimeters worth of snow on the ground. This should be melting over the next few days. However, if you are headed there, in the near future, you may want to keep in mind that you could be dealing with some slow-going conditions, especially through some of the mountain passes. But with the amount of lead time that we had on this, I'm sure many of the <laughs> road-clearing companies were up to speed, and I'm sure they've been working on that since it started. Yeah, I don't know for sure, for sure, but I know they do a really good job of clearing those areas, especially in that hard-hit region, which is typical for this time of year to get some of the earliest snowfall, especially through the upper elevation. So if you are traveling through the long weekend, it should be all cleared up by then. If you do have immediate travel plans in those areas, keep in mind, it could be a little slow going. All right, Jesse, thanks for this. I appreciate you joining me a little bit earlier today. Hey, no problem. All right, take it easy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bye-bye. That's uh, Jesse Beyer from uh, Global Edmonton, Chief Meteorologist over there. Uh, a snowfall warning remains uh, in effect uh, tonight for Airdrie, Banff, Cardston, the city of Calgary, uh, Crow's Nest Pass, Kananaskis, Canmore, Nordegg, uh, Okotoks High River, that area all along the uh, the southwest portion of the province. Again, uh, could see up to 25 centimeters uh, by the time the snow stops this evening.